Okay, so we have a list. Oh, wait. Welcome back. Oh, hi. Hi. Back. We're back. Welcome back to another episode. Okay, so we actually, um, a few days ago, we were, well, actually longer than that. I mean, it's been a while ago. We, uh, time's weird. Right? <laughs> um, we were brainstorming ideas of lists that we wanted, or of topics to cover for this season. Mm-hmm. And so we were sitting down to record, and Michelle's like, pulls out the list and is reading off, and she's like, hey, which one of these do we want to do? And really, we could have done any of them. We could, we, oh, could, yeah. we could like pull up any of them and riff on any of them. And I told her, I'm like, hey, I actually, I kind of just want to push the record button. And mm-hmm. I sort of just want to start talking and see what actually ends up coming out. And then right before she went to hit the record button, I was like, eh, it's probably going to be some more relationship stuff. Which is funny because that was on our list. <laughs> it is on the list, right? So I guess we're still technically doing um, this. <laughs> and so I don't know exactly what area of relationship that we're going to talk about. Just that they're so good. Well, I can say that now. <laughs> you guys, Michelle's really loving this relationship thing. And it's so awesome to see her. Like, you have to understand from like, okay, so this is, I'm going to go into like best friend mode. I'm going to take off business partner hat for a second. Okay. Mm. And I'm going to go into best friend mode. And there's something utterly wonderful, but also it was utterly painful to sit back and watch Michelle navigate this relationship piece over even like the last two years. Yeah. Because there's, if there's one thing I have been like praying in for Michelle is that like Michelle gets to have a person. Yeah. 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 I want one of those. And um, I just wasn't a good, I got to change so I could have one. <laughs> it was a like me there, piece. And there's, you know, I've, you guys, I've got my person. Mm-hmm. Like I've got Jeff and it was a shit show I mean it was utterly like awesome and wonderful when we first like connected it was like all of our trauma bonds went off and we like you know we were loving each other from like this super traumatic codependent like yeah. trauma bonding place felt amazingly awful um <laughs> there felt, are, there's really amazing. high highs though there's really there's high highs really, really high highs but also really really low lows and then we got to go through our healing phase of handling ourselves and now I feel like Jeff and I were really in this like beautiful co-creative space of like what do we want and it's just easy. And so here I But like, it took a lot to get there. And I was watching. I'm like, maybe I don't want one of these. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's I fair. Mean, it was, you've done really well from where you came from. It did not start off great. Yeah, it, it was not an inspiring relationship. Let's. At least not from my area. Not like, from Michelle. She's like, I don't know. I don't know. That looks I got like a lot of life work. down pretty well. That's a lot, of life, a lot of work. But here I've been sitting in this really beautiful space with Jeff and seeing my best friend like want. A partnership and want her person and it's I, crazy <laughs> and and I always believed like that he was coming mm-hmm. but I was also like okay god come on like when like please throw her a bone like oh my gosh. <laughs> please that probably wasn't easy to watch because it was like a lot of my stuff was deeply deeply mm-hmm. deeply painful mm-hmm. and I mean you guys all know me on this podcast and if you know me in person I'm even more transparent like if I'm feeling something I'm feeling it yeah. if I'm happy I'm very happy yeah. <laughs> and if I'm in the depths of my pain it is like oozing out of my pores of how painful it is mm-hmm. like I can't I mean I even a little bit that I've seen you navigate when you do big stuff it's not it's hard for me I'm like I know she has it but ooh, mm-hmm. and I, I was in it for a long time this last year and it's you know, it was hard for me to like put the boundary on myself of saving you from the things that you were having to go into, right? Because when you care about somebody, it's like, oh my gosh, I want to ease your mm-hmm. pain. And I mm-hmm. here for 13 months solid, <laughs> I had to be like, Amanda, keep your hands out. Like hands this, is, out. this is between, you know, Michelle and God. And the more you keep your hands out and the more you just let her have her experience, the quicker her person's going to get here. So I have to tell you, like, it's really awesome to see you in like a relationship and to see you in so much joy and like. It's so good. It's so, so, so good. And I, yeah. I love it. And 
you know, we both had, uh, as far as like the romantic relationship journey, ours looked totally opposite. Which is kind of the theme of most of the stuff that we do. <laughs> I think that's part of the reason why we partner so well mm-hmm. is because um, we'll come to a very similar outcome, but the route that we went to get there almost looks night and day. Actually, it does. It looks a lot of times night and day different. Yep. And and so that's kind of what's nice is we can speak to different aspects of the journey. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also what's great is we... Um, if there's no one true way and if if we ever needed proof oh, for of sure. that just look at exactly you and i coming to some very similar results but man our route of getting there so different very 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 so opposite so different um because it was i mean you got to handle yourself in a partnership mm-hmm. which we've we touched on this on one of our like monday morning chats <laughs> that looked hard <laughs> that looks so hard it was really hard <laughs> well there's something too i feel like when you and i'm a hundred percent believer I do not succumb to this whole thing that if you go on a personal journey, personal development journey or consciousness journey, that you need to go off and do it by yourself first. Like, you don't have to blow up your family. And you were definitely the one to navigate how to be able to Mm -hmm. actually still pick from a trauma point and Mm -hmm. turn it into something beautiful. Yeah. Because here's the deal. You might have picked the right person and you guys just aren't to the stage yet of the development within yourselves to have create something good. Yeah. But you can still work on yourself in what you've chosen. And so I would say that like for people that are in a similar position to that, you know, I was, I was, I had kids, I wasn't, I was in it with Jeff and mm-hmm. I was choosing in it with Jeff mm-hmm. and you know, there were so many, I mean, oh my gosh, even every, I had like multiple coaches, counselors mm-hmm. at that time. And even they were saying like, Amanda, get out. Mm-hmm. Amanda, this is, my friends were saying, Amanda, this is a well, bad it idea. Look good. It looked pretty toxic. It, well, cause it was, was. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was that knowing inside of me that just kept saying, Amanda, you stay right here. Yeah. You stay right here. You stay committed. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you can either stay committed and get your lessons this time, or you can bail, attract another partner, and have to do it all over again. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I chose to stay in. But this is this is the reason that I chose, well, one of the main contributing reasons why I chose to come to this place of awesome relationship within a partnership versus like, go handling my stuff on my own mm-hmm. was because Jeff was willing. That is there, there, there so, has to be, he, he did differently than you. It's oh, not, okay. So yeah. So yeah, we'll talk, we talk about, about that too. Cause he did not like watching it. He did. This is actually good. I'm glad we were just riffing. Uh, <laughs> no, that is a huge thing too, because it's like, I watched Amanda be like, you do have to have someone willing, but mm-hmm. I used to think what willing means is it looks like you're doing the same, doing thing. the same path. You're reading heal, the same heal, books. Yep, you're healing heal, in the same way. Going to the same retreats. Yeah. Going to counselors. Doing all of those things. Whatever it was, and mm-hmm. I very much watched. There was a point in time where Amanda was trying to make Jeff do it. Oh yeah. And it's like, and he would, say, he was willing. He's like, okay, well, let me see. He's like, this doesn't vibe. Like, this does this not. Is, this doesn't work for me. This doesn't work for me. And then once you let him have his path, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna keep going. He gets mm-hmm. to have this be whatever it is. Yeah. And he no longer has to show up in a certain way for me to be okay. That's when I think things yeah. really look like it's shifted. Yeah. And we were married shortly after that. Mm-hmm. Um, but took us four whole years. To be took able to us decide. four whole years to get to that point. But like. Maybe kind of freaked out right after. <laughs> and then it's like, this is good. This is good. Okay, yeah, it's this good. Okay, we're good. This. we're good. I like this. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like that That was one of the things. It was like he was he was willing to grow even though he didn't know how at the time. And I was willing to grow even though I didn't know how at the time. Mm-hmm. But we were both willing. There's something to be said for that, mm-hmm. right? I, I don't think I would have been able to stay in it if, okay, here's a transparent moment. Part of the reason why my first husband and I didn't work out is because my first husband was willing to grow. 
I actually wasn't. Whoa. I actually... Tell me more. This is new. I'm not. This is, I'm learning something right now here. Guys, I've heard you say this. I, I saw the light bulb go off in your head. I was like, oh, oh hey. Okay, oh, here we go. Talk to me. Okay, so a memory, you know, popped up of, I can remember Justin sitting down with me and he, he, he was, you guys, he was like, and Michelle, you can attest this, man, he was a go-getter. Yeah, he, this is the he, thing. He like went, he like. Who he is now is not even close. He was a good guy. Good soul. I'm like, I can see why you married like it's super um ambitious Mm -hmm. right like you know people will say like hey shoot for the moon and then you'll fall amongst the stars Mm -hmm. right justin was shooting for a whole nother galaxy oh and he was very successful the thing is is he would go for he wouldn't just like dream it he'd also go for it and Mm -hmm. it scared the crap out of me Mm. and and so i would and it's like at the time i didn't know this but now i can like look back and see how i was trying to get him to be smaller so that i could stay comfortable yeah and i was squashing no wonder he went somewhere else like i was literally squashing the poor man and there was like more into this like a whole the whole squashing thing um and and this is the thing that was so the memory popped up of there was a, a time i can remember we were sitting our our house had actually just burned down and suspiciously and and we were sitting on the property preparing to like make a plan because we had to rebuild it was a complete loss yeah and he turned to me and he goes, what do you want? And I was, I was so frustrated. And all I could tell him was all the things that I didn't want. Which is probably what you were getting. It's, it's exactly what I was getting, right? Because mm-hmm. we know that like in the way that the brain works, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when, when you're speaking, hey, I don't want this and I don't want this. I don't want this. It's just showing your brain, hey, like these are the images. Move towards that. Right. But the thing is, is Justin could never get out of me what I wanted. Mm-hmm. In that conversation, it was like I was so anchored in what I didn't want. Mm-hmm. And I was too afraid to even speak to what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And so there were ways in the relationship that I was the one that was not willing to move. I was too scared. Yeah. Guess what? God made me move. <laughs> it, it one had of those to get, things. It had to get so painful. You want to progress you guys, or not? You pretty much just get to progress. Listen, there was the puff. That was a conversation that could have been a puff of snow. Yep. But I was too scared to listen to it. Mm -hmm. So I ended up like playing it out and I got the full blown freaking avalanche with that one. Yeah. And so I was the one that wasn't willing to move in some of the areas of personal growth. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, That and that was part of like how I sabotaged the relationship. Mm -hmm. Right. Now with myself and Jeff. I started playing out some of the same cycles, trauma bonding, you know, letting I like wanting him to come and save me and be my hero. Yeah. Like all those kinds of things. Um, started doing the same stuff, caught myself. It's like, hold on, I don't want to do this again. Yeah. And with Jeff, he didn't like he had learned a lot from his first marriage of what he didn't want. Mm-hmm. And I learned a lot of what I didn't want. And we were starting to get clear on what we did want. We just we didn't know how to do it yet. Yeah. But we were both willing. Yeah. There's something like if there are two people that are willing, even if you don't know how, mm-hmm. that is something that you can work with. Mm-hmm. And so and then again, like the part like I got to I got to follow what was healing for my soul and he got to follow what was healing for his soul. And you guys, it looked totally different. Yeah. And yeah. I had to be okay with what his path was. I think that is a big one to, at least for me when I do it. Guys, because I was so controlling before in relationships, I literally had this thought, if you don't heal and you don't show up exactly how I want, I am now stuck here. It feels like prison. But you need to do what I need to do so I'm okay. Because this is a life that I want to create. And someone's mm-hmm. like, they don't have a choice. Yeah. 
You're like literally trying to take away their choice, mm-hmm. but it's going to be good for them. They'll mm-hmm. like it. But mm-hmm. really being okay is like, hey, you get to be you and I get to handle myself. Yep. And it goes both ways. Yeah. And, and you don't get to be a bitch. <laughs> That's true too. You know, <laughs> passive aggressive or mm-hmm. um, or aggressive. Mm-hmm. They go both ways. It, it's And there's sometimes guys, I mean like ladies, and I guess there's also men that listen to this, but like ladies, I think sometimes we really can be pretty naggy. We can be, oh. we can dri- try to drive points home and then we will think, but we're doing it because this is going to be good for us. Mm-hmm. Like we do it with this very like righteous, like, mm-hmm. but this is the good way and I'm going to do whatever I can do to get you on board with it, which is so crazy because mm-hmm. literally think about this you're going to guilt shame and manipulate a man to and then you think he's going to show up and want to like slay the dragon for you right no it's like you're he'll if he shows up it's mm-hmm. gonna be like this whipped puppy and even his presence isn't going to be what it could be if you could have learned to honor him his choice yep. and work towards what you're creating together again yeah. you have to have two willing participants two willing participants and mm-hmm. also like that okay so working towards something together mm-hmm. okay so in my brain back in the day when jeff and i were really trying to figure all of this out right yeah um i was subscribing to there's there's a lot out there as far as like partnership that you need to have like similar passions and purpose yep um i'm gonna call bullshit on that one yeah because i will tell you i'm in like a thriving romantic relationship and jeff and i want two totally different things out of life out of our life experience we have core values that are similar well but it's like but okay. your life still work together it's not Absolutely. like Absolutely. it's not like he wants to go live in the islands and you want to be like you know up and green you know like it still works it's still but here's the deal like but you're not like so, so to create some contrast yeah here, right like sometimes we were like oh you need to have like the same mission and purpose like your souls need to align we have to help people or we have to do yeah. this together or we have to do business together or we have to create a big mission together uh-huh. so yeah. oh so here's where jeff and i are at right now okay me do you want to know what sounds freaking amazing for my life experience girl i freaking want to change the world yeah. right mm-hmm. i want to like i want to do big things mm-hmm. i want to help tons of people mm-hmm. i want to make this world a freaking better place mm-hmm. like i want to love all the people i want to mm-hmm. help all the people mm-hmm. i like that just sounds really fun to me yeah do you want to know what my husband wants he's literally counting down the moment so he can be outside of corporate away from people in his woodworking shop literally building cabinets by himself <laughs> that is very opposite super opposite mm-hmm and you should see him light up at the thought of it. Oh, that's so cool. Right? And it's not so much about not being around other people. like, But it is about like he is so good at crafting with his hands and being creative that way. And it brings him so much joy. And like I watch him light up as he's talking about like the ways that he's – you guys, he's literally already transformed our garage into his first shop. Like it's kind of insane what I, I he's done over just the last little bit. It's insane. Like he's blown my mind with what he's transformed our garage into. I had no idea that was even possible. So cool. And so me getting out of the way and letting him be him and letting him do what his soul wants to do within agreements, right? Like mm-hmm. if his soul wants to go sleep with other people, like that's a no for me, right? Oh, yes. So not just like mm-hmm. no boundaries, no agreements, but like what would allow his soul to feel fulfilled and how do I get to support him in that? Yeah. Even if it looks totally different, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going out into the world and he's like, I'm going into the shop. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. And we'll, I'll see you tonight. And I'll see you tonight. We'll snuggle and cuddle. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the big things too, is realizing that like you guys, I think a lot of times, at least for me, I can only speak to myself, but before it's like, well, no, I need you to do this because I can't do it without you. And uh-huh. so basically I need you to sh- show up and build my dream. Yep. 
you need to show up and give all the things that I, I'm afraid I don't have. So if you need to give in to me, but guys, think about that. You can't give them to yourself and that's someone else's responsibility. Give me a break. Mm-hmm. Like really when it comes down to it, it's like what this season of this podcast is about is like a hundred percent responsibility. Yep. And there are tools and ways to make it so easy for you to step into that, but you have to claim it. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest thing in relationships is not to have that codependency. Because yeah. that was the one thing that in my last relationship that I noticed I was like, oh, I'm still wildly codependent here in a relationship space. I want to get out of that. Again, interesting that Good. I said that, Because huh? <laughs> I got the experience. <laughs> you got the freaking 13-month experience. Worth it. Worth it. <laughs> but if you're wanting to show up and like think about it, what do you ultimately want? <coughs> oh, excuse me. Because when I think about it, I really want a man who literally wants to sweep me off my feet. Who wants to like, kind of like the knight in shining armor, but not that I need to be saved, but just, mm-hmm. you know, who wants to like show up and just like love on me and to see me and to like fully just like take it all in. But you guys, in order for me to have that, I have to do something and be something in order to call that out. Yeah. Because if I'm going to call out that masculine man that is just going to like adore me and ravish me and do all the things, <laughs> but like literally give the thing that my my feminine heart is asking for, mm-hmm. I get to show up and I get to be the person that calls that out. Yep. And it's been very interesting for me to watch. Even and like, when we say call it out, that is not a verbal thing that oh you do. Oh my God, no. Let's clarify that one, Oh my Michelle. gosh, no. Well, and this is something that I've been thinking a lot about, but I but didn't But it's like really... drawing the behavior out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because this is one of the things I've been thinking about a lot. I was like, because I, you guys, I like to philosophize in my mind a lot. And now it's now, it's, I've done a lot in relationships thinking about like what actually makes a strong relationship. Like more of like a divine heavenly one, not mm-hmm. just like a, yeah, this works. But this like, no, this is something where people can create together and they're stepping more into that godly realm. And one of the big things I was like, well, what is it that unlocks the feminine power inside a woman to where she can just be all of who she is? And again, this is my theory, but I've tested and talked a lot. I've talked a lot about with Amanda. And if a woman feels safe, she -hmm. will show up and she will, you will get aspects and pieces of her that will blow your mind. And I also think it's like, cool. And that helps. It's like if a man can make a woman feel safe, it's like you will have her like, in ways that you couldn't ever possibly imagine. But what does it take for a woman to actually call that out into a man? Because it's different, you guys. Men, they it's not like, well, if they a woman makes them feel safe, they're like, that's not your job. I should... <laughs> no, I slay the dragons, you know? But what I found is if a woman will honor mm-hmm. a man, like truly honor and respect, where it's like, I see you as this divine masculine who has it who has it together who's going to slay the dragon who can do the things and if you can honor a man oh like it will from the depths of who you are he will show up and give you things and make you feel safe in ways that you've never done it well this is the thing too again it's what amanda said hey 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 oh you need to make me feel safe and i'm gonna honor you and why aren't you making me feel safe and we're gonna make this transactional we're gonna make this transactional no i notice and again, I'm still pretty new into this. So it's probably easier for me. But I also noticed too, like, huh, well, if I'm wanting to feel more safe, if I start to honor him, it naturally starts to come back. And so if I realize that, hey, I'm not feeling safe, before I used to retreat in, mm-hmm. I go into manipulation and control, which is me stepping more into masculine energy, which then squash everything and make the polarity off and which is the whole thing went bad. But if I realize, ooh, I'm feeling a little bit scared, how can I honor him? In a ways that like, no, I see that you are more than capable of being here with me. Mm -hmm. I know that whatever's making me scared right now, I know that you have it. 
and I don't need to save you. Like you, you're here. And then all of a sudden, I notice when that energy pings, it's natural. It's like, oh, come here. How can I hold you? What can I, how can I be here with you? What what needs to be said right now? And it naturally happens. So I notice that if it's if I'm noticing a lack, even a little bit, and really what it comes down to, it's usually when I do crazy things because I don't feel safe. Yep. And yes, it can come down to core beliefs. I'm not good enough wanted or whatever. But at one level in a relationship, if I don't feel safe, mm-hmm. I naturally go to retreat. Yeah. But now instead of retreating, I'm like, oh, cool. Well, I would love it to be in partnership here. Mm-hmm. So in what ways can I honor him where he's going to feel it? Not just like, okay, let me do these things. But actually get to the point of like, what is it that I massively respect about that man? Right. How do I actually see him at the core of who he is? And how can I show up and like um, act and interact with that man and not whatever's popping up or not whatever's popping up with me. Like if I can actually start playing to the new story of who I actually know he is, mm-hmm. respect and honor him in that space. Oh my gosh, they start showing up and doing things. You're like, is this like from fairy tales? Like, is this where they write books from? Like, is this? And it's natural though. Because before it was like, oh, cool, cool. I'm scared. Manipulate, control. Manipulate, control. <laughs> it's like, no, those are my two. Those are my go-to. Guilt, shame, which is another way of manipulate, control. But it's interesting to me to watch as I started to pay attention to people's relationships. I watch women all the time. Guilt and shame. Guilt yep. and shame. Guilt, and you shame, know and what? squash. Guilt, shame, and squash. For, and you want to know what? A lot of times men are like, okay, I'll do this. Okay, I'll do this. And then it gets to the point almost something snaps. Their heart is shut off and they'll either explode mm-hmm. or they're gone. Yeah. And you've lost them forever. But even if they were to show up in a guilting and shame energy, it's still not what would happen if you're like, hey, I see you. This mm-hmm. is incredible. And then also realizing it's like, in one aspect, they want to know that they have a strong woman yeah. who's not like, oh, I can't handle anything. Please handle my life. That's a big responsibility. I know. Justin, I'm so sorry I did that to you. I don't, he, he never, I'm not going to say never. Maybe he does listen to the podcast. Hi, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny if he actually does. But like the thing is, as you're learning that, but it's like women, if you actually want to be in a relationship where you have a man that honors you, like to the core of who you are, mm-hmm. where it's literally you catch him looking at you across the street in the like, street room, maybe across the street, maybe the street, I don't but, know. But like maybe like the cross. Why not? <laughs> Why not? I'm gonna try that. I'm like, hey, go stand over there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just want to see what it feels like from across the way. No, but like you guys, you'll get moments where they're literally looking at you from across the room and they're like in awe and you can feel it. It mm-hmm. almost can be overwhelming, but it's like the thing that your heart wants doesn't come because you're going to control and force someone to do it. Yeah. But if you can learn how to draw out and first thing you got to handle it yourself. Yeah. You got to be okay. Hey, if I'm feeling anything, this is mine. And if I'm watching it here, mm-hmm. knowing it's like you're giving it first. How do I honor him? Right. Because I'm telling you, you start honoring men, they show up so cool. Well, and part of it is finding finding ways to like, so, okay, so when we talk about honoring an applicable, um, like an applicable, like finding ways to like authentically appreciate, okay? Mm-hmm. So, so part of the reason why I've been able to do my part in mine and Michelle's business and also within my own personal practice for me, the, like part of the reason why I was able to like go for dreams as big and as hard and as bold as what I have is because Jeff has like been this behind the scenes. You guys, rock solid. What he has been behind the scenes, that rock solid, like holding it down. Mm-hmm. There's this part of him that's like, if you if you've ever gotten to spend time with him, um, the lucky few, he's like this super grounded like very intuitive Mm -hmm. but just very peaceful he's like peaceful grounded warrior yeah and again it created like a safety for me and he's like go Mm -hmm. babe go yep 
and and I did. I launched, and mm-hmm. there would be times where it's like, oh, I'm freaking out, <sighs> right? And he it's was kind of really, really good. And he was that peaceful, grounded warrior for me. Yeah. Um, and so every single time that I would have a win, it wasn't just my win; it was our win. Yeah. So when I'd have like a big, you know, big sum land in the account, I'd be like, I, I will tell you, that, like there was one check that I got have never it was more it was double what i made in 2017 <laughs> one month's paycheck <laughs> that one was kind of okay <laughs> i took a picture of it and i sent it to him and i was like babe look at this and he's like oh my gosh you did such a good job and i said wait a minute we did this is ours yeah we did this mm-hmm. because he held down so he made much it possible he made it possible like in some regards, mm-hmm. like it wasn't just all him and it wasn't just all me, but it was us. But the thing was, is the, the reward was coming through me. Yeah. And I could have just been like, babe, look at Like I did this. Honor me. Cause I'm so amazing. And I did this right. No, instead it was like, babe, no way. Like this was us. Yeah. I see how you've been playing in the background. And that part is just as powerful as me putting myself out there. Mm hmm. And so finding ways that like when you have a win, also look at how they played a role in it. Mm-hmm. And like the little things too, if it's hard for you, like you guys, we're all, you know, how we've talked about how affirmations are terrible because you're trying to lie. Like you do yourself like, oh, I'm super rich. I love myself. No, you don't. Um, you guys, it's the same thing when you're doing like when you're with someone else, like especially in a partnership, if you're trying to find a way where you're honoring it. Let it be real. If you're yeah. super pissed that he's not showing up the way he should with the kids and you're super pissed about whatever it is, don't say something about that area. Correct. You will be lying. Correct. But it's like, Be no, truthful. Be truthful. Okay, hey, you want to know what? Thank you for being here. Mm-hmm. Thank you for still choosing in when sometimes I'm crazy and I'm all over the place and I'm super mad at you because I'm super mad at you right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm also like, thank you for still being here. Mm-hmm. Thank you for choosing us. Yeah. Even if I'm trying to make it mean all these different things, I'm going to handle myself. Hey, you want to know what? Thank you for, there's like something he, he does regularly for you. Whatever it is, you can find one thing. Maybe he goes to work every day. Yeah. Maybe. Thank you for providing. Thank you for providing. Mm-hmm. And you know, even if he doesn't do that and you're still choosing into this relationship, one thing I used to love about what Amanda said when she first started to learn to love her body, there was nothing, nothing about it except her eyelashes. Yep. And so she's like, hey, the only I thing really- I authentically liked and could appreciate was my friggin eyelashes. So she started there. So if there's only one thing, you guys, if you're still choosing them, there's something. Yes, there's something. So find it. And if that's the thing you hold on to right now as it pulls you through. But watch what happens when instead of going like you should do this, you should do this. And you start appreciating the things that they do do. Guys, I promise you they will start doing more. Mm-hmm. They will start doing so, so, so much more because when Again, I'm not a man, so I don't know for sure, but I've done some testing <laughs> in my super scientific, not really way. But when a man feels honored, they do. They will. They will. They'll want they'll to go rise. slay. They'll, they'll want they to go want, slay the yeah. dragon. They want to do all those things that you're wanting them to naturally do. But that behavior will never come through guilt, shame, and manipulation. Never. Mm-hmm. It will never happen. If you're trying to control them, that's basically taking the masculine power and squashing them. They're not going to show up and be the man that you want. So it's like you get to handle whatever it is that you're desperately needing from them and then honor them because they will come in and make you feel safe and loved in ways you couldn't possibly imagine. Right. And it's an inside job. Oh, it's so much an inside job. It's an inside job. So if you're wanting it to happen, like let's be honest, 
you're never going to guilt, shame, and manipulate mm-hmm. or control your way into a beautiful, yep. loving relationship. Yep. And if and- you're withholding love, like I'm going to, I'm going to, ooh, <laughs> I feel this one in my gut. If you're withholding love, if you're withholding sex, if you're withholding affection, mm-hmm. To try and make him be something different, I'm going to tell you right now, you are the problem. Yep. He is not. You are. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> that's just like done, like a period on that one, a hundred percent. And that one might be really, really hard to hear. Mm-hmm. But just look at the let's look at the logistics, like lo- logically here. Yeah, Michelle, will you smooth that one over? No, this is a good one. But like for the logic, because you can say like, okay, that makes sense. But literally think about it. You're wanting to create love by withholding it. Tell me anything in the universe where you're going to create something, but you're in with what you're wanting to create, you're going to pull away what you're actually wanting to create and hoping that it's going to blossom. Like yeah. literally tell me how that even logically makes sense. Right. Well, I'm going with- to plant this seed, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to water it nope. until it produces some blooms. Then I'll give it some water. Then I'll give it some water because then it's worthy of water. It doesn't make any sense. Literally doesn't make any sense. If you're wanting something to literally produce something different you have to water it if you're wanting more love in the relationship you're the one because if you're listening to this you're the one you are the one you've been waiting for you are the one who gets to show up you're the one who gets to show up and give it and you guys do you like being manipulated controlled guilted and shamed and controlled into a situation because you want to know i sure as hell don't i fight hard (laughs) and i'll run away (laughs) no i don't anymore but but Think about it. What are you wanting to have? What's your goal and what you're going to? Do you want to be with a man that loves you so deeply that it's like he's brought to tears when he looks at you? Cool. Do you think a nagging, horrible, controlling, conniving, and this might sound harsh, but ladies, I'm raising my hand. I used to be that. It might have looked nice and passive, but I was still controlling things. If you're controlling and nagging, you're not going to produce the man or contribute to having calling that man out and giving the relationship that you want. Here's the deal. We are a reflection of whatever is going on inside of us. So mm-hmm. if you are not being powerful internally around this, there's no way that he can show up and be powerful too. Mm-mm. And even if he is, you won't see it. It's very true. That's the thing. He might be powerful in other areas. You might be like, why, why does he go and serve the neighbors? Wait, why is he doing this for his family? Why won't he just do this for me? Um, that's a hard look to go check yourself. You guys, I, we told you we we're going to be a little bit more hard hitting this oh season. Boy. I was like, man, this one was good. Good job just getting on and talking. But you've got to check yourself. And you are creating, you get to take full ownership that you have created whatever relationship that you have. Mm-hmm. And if you want something different, you are in for a ride. It is worth it. Oh my gosh, it's worth it. It is. Stay. It's not short. No. It's not short. Oh. This We're, not, we're no. not talking instant gratification type stuff. Although there are things that are like joyful along the way. I'm not saying it's just hard grind. Mm-hmm. But sometimes for the first while, it's some literal hard grind like, you know, there, there's Case times where you dance. don't, there's times you don't want to get up off the bathroom floor because you're crying so hard. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda laid on a bed, which sounds more comfortable. I just couldn't get off the floor. No, but the process is worth it to refine you because the relationship that you think that you want requires a certain type of woman mm-hmm. or man. And so if you're wanting that, you literally have to get to that vibration for it to even come in. Mm-hmm. And I promise you, can you have, are there times you have to have hard conversations? I'm still new in mind, so yes. I'll let you know. <laughs> there are times that you get to have hard conversations. Ooh, let's add that to the list. How to have powerful conversations in the Done. relationships that matter to you. 
I think yeah. I think that would be a good one um, to touch on. So yes, there are and there are ways to do it that are powerful, and there are ways to do it that are not so powerful. Because that's the thing too. It's not that you're not having the conversations. It's the motivation of why you're having the conversations. Mm -hmm. Because most people are having conversations. Let's call them their fights. Like okay, yeah. Let's let's just call it. Let's just call what it is. Like fights. You guys, you're fighting about a wound, and he's fighting about his wound. It's like two little kids at this childhood wounds that it's not even about what it is. Mm -hmm. Guarantee it's not about the dishes. It's not about little Tommy missing his baseball practice. You didn't show up. It's about deeper things. It's not about the money. Not. It's not about how much you are or not having sex. Not about the date nights you are or not having. Like, when it comes down to it, it's like, this is what I would say for me. I want to know that the other person wants me. I want to know at the deepest level that they want me and that they're in this. Mm -hmm. That no matter what comes up, hey, we'll figure it out. We're going to figure it out. And we're also going to figure it out in a powerful way because we're going somewhere together. Yep. Like, we're actually here to create together. It's like... When you're stepping to the point where you're really taking ownership, it's like you're going to a different level of relationship where it's not just about like trying to figure things out and get by. It's like, no, we're creators together. Mm-hmm. Literally, we're stepping in to learn how to create together because it is not, this is my belief. When you come into partnership, one plus one doesn't equal two. It's like one plus one equals a thousand. Yeah, it's magnified. For so sure, much it's magnified. So. Whatever is inside is magnified. But in order for you to get to a place of true creation, you have to handle your stuff. Coming into the relationship, it's like, and you guys, I've heard a lot of stories. Oh, well, relationships are so hard because they're just going to refine you. And it's like, and I listened to that. And for a long time, I just bought into it. And I'm in this, I know. And you also had me modeling like how hard it could be. Well, that's because what I saw I really, I was choosing really, really hard. But really too, though, is like, is it that it's so hard or is it because you didn't handle your stuff and you're still choosing not to handle your stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's getting mirrored back to you intensely. That one. Ding, ding, right. Ding, ding, ding. But if you know what it is and you handle yourself, like the other day I was asking Amanda, I'm like, hey, what do you and Jeff fight about? Like literally where you're at right now, what do you fight about? She like looks at me. She like looks down. She looks to the other side. She kind of looks up. <laughs> I had to look. She looks again to the other side. She done like a full circle here in all the directions looking. She's like, we don't ever really fight. I mean, it, we ha- we'll have conversations. We have mm-hmm. to figure things out. Why? Because fights usually happen because you're not willing to handle your own stuff or you're trying to force the other person to do something, which is still not handling your stuff. Mm-hmm. But when two people handle the deep inner wounds, all it is is factual. Cool. What do we want to do here? Yeah. How is this? Let's talk through it awesome well when you say that this is what I feel I know it's not true but this hey there's probably even times where like hey do you actually think this about me because that's what I feel are you kidding me no I don't cool well I'm glad we talked about it right but it gets to the point where you're just having conversations and they're not fights anymore because most fights are never about what you're actually talking about correct never about that correct but when you handle yourself it's like have the relationship be the place where you get to get to fall in it gets to be soft you get to just like hold each other and be like hey Oh, let's take a break. Okay, you go You go be amazing. I'm going to go be amazing. See you back here again tonight. Mm-hmm. And to actually support each other, but you're not resting your dreams on the other person. Correct. You're not resting your safety and your mental and emotional well-being on how that other person shows up. It's like, yeah, that person's going to trigger you. Go handle your stuff and come back. I'm like, I love you and I'm choosing you. At least that's what I think. I you're you're living it. I mean, I'm living it. I was going to say, you're living it too. I know, it's just so great. fresh for you. It's just fresh. I'm just like, you guys literally... Having a spot, and like, I'm I'm definitely on a path of growth. I always wanted to continue growing. It's really cool to be with someone who wants to grow just as much. Mm-hmm. And I know that I'll continue to grow, but it's so interesting coming together and how easy it can be when it's just about being together and like, hey, what do we want to create together? What experience do we want to create? 
What do we want this to look like? But it's not about like, oh, well, when you said, well, you didn't text me back for like three hours and that made me feel like maybe you didn't like me anymore. So I'm going to create a fight to see if you're going to fight for me. Dumb. Really dumb. Super dumb. You know? But we do stupid stuff like that. And now it's just like, hey, you're amazing. That's why I'm choosing you. And I know you think that I'm amazing because I can tell when you look at me. <laughs> and what do we want to create? Mm-hmm. You've handled yourself and you'll continue to handle yourself. That's another thing too, guys. There is something that is super freaking sexy about someone that know you, you know you that know when it comes in, themselves. they'll handle themselves. That whatever pops them, you're not worried about it being yeah. a fight. Yep. And I'm sure it feels pretty nice to be with someone who feels like they're doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And go back on the other side. Right. So. Right. Well, I would say too, so one of my favorite resources, um, and I've I've kind of just like recently re, I mean, I read this book. I actually read this book when shit was hitting the fan with Jeff and I five years ago. Yeah, five years ago. Dude, that was intense, man. That was like, I was like, Amanda. That uh... was was really, that was a really big. That was very intense. um, that, That was a big, anyhow. And one of one of mine and Jeff's common friends who was kind of like helping us navigate some things um, referred to us the book, uh, The Four Agreements. Oh, that one's so good. Right. And my I, whole family just read that together. Oh, my older brother listened to it on um, Audible and said he didn't <gasps> like the flutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my brother's not as hippy dippy as I am. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so cute. Um, an amazing book. Yeah, super amazing. Um, and and with and so I've kind of been revisiting that because it was a really big catalyst for Jeff and I in healing, you know, going on like kind of our healing journey. But um, there's basically, I mean, the four agreements, the four main themes. Mm-hmm. And so the first one is being impeccable with your word. Okay. Um, the second one is one of the big ones that I think we kind of are touching on here. Um, and it's not taking anything personal. Yeah. Especially with a romantic relationship, we want to take everything personal. I mean, he breathes the wrong way and all of a sudden it's like an affront to me. Oh, what? <laughs> that breath only went in three quarters of the way. Does that mean you're mad? Because I'm mad too. <laughs> no, I mean, I think there's some people, Jesus. I don't know if you've had this experience, but like there have been times where I'm just, whether it's like that time of the month or whether I'm mm-hmm. like navigating some things within me, whether I'm in like overwhelm, but there have been times that like, the way that Jeff has breathed at night would literally infuriate me. <laughs> That's funny. I know, but but also... No, like, I could see that. I could legit see that. Right? Because, like, here I am... I'm thinking about past relationships, but, yep. Oh, yeah. Literally, right? they could put the glass down here. wrong. I'm like, I'm going to throw it. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? You know, and, and here I am making Jeff's deep, heavy, peaceful breathing <laughs> about me because I am not peaceful inside. Like, you shouldn't be breathing so hard and being so comfortable because he's not upset means he doesn't love me. That's right. Right? Making it mean all of these things. Yeah. Right? Take, taking like... Maybe he's tired and likes to breathe deep. Because <laughs> that's normal when right? you're sleeping. Right? So grateful that he can be peaceful and like yeah. anchor down peace in our relationship when I'm being like crazy. Fire breathing dragon. Or right? Michelle so, Scarface. <laughs> right? So, like, so one of the ones, you know, kind of like, I mean, an underlying theme of what we've been talking about is, like, not taking stuff personally. Mm-hmm. Like, taking responsibility for when your partner breathes the wrong way, mm-hmm. man, that's you, not them. Yep. Like, you handle your stuff and their breath has nothing to do with you. Yep. Um, an- another one is don't make assumptions. So, that's yes. the third one. Right? How often do we do that, like, he looks at me a certain way, right? Or Jeff, okay, Jeff walks through the door. And walks in and goes straight downstairs coming home from work. 
That must mean. That must mean, I don't know. He doesn't want to see me. He doesn't love me. Why didn't he come kiss me? Why didn't he come hug me? Like, did I do something wrong? Oh my gosh, I must have done something wrong. I wonder what I did something wrong. And can send you on this whole spiral and creating a whole drama and getting yourself worked up over something of like, or I could just go ask him like, hey, babe, you good? Like, I noticed that you came in and you just went straight downstairs. And that's, I mean, we don't dif- to do that. that's different. Like, are you good? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, I just had an email that I had to send off really quick that I di- didn't realize I needed to send until I got home from the office. Yeah, like sending it off and then I'm coming in. Mm-hmm. Where I could have gone and made like a big, huge, dramatic story. Oh, for sure. About why he walked in the door and went downstairs. You got- <gasps> oh, my. I will tell you, my brain in the past would have gone like. Is he talking to somebody else? He's cheating oh. on me. Is is there someone? Is is he? Is there another woman? Mm-hmm. Like, and I will tell you, like, it took me a while before I could get to where that wasn't a thought in my head. I had yeah. to manage that thought. When I think that is like one of the big things that like definitely what we teach in our training courses with the NLP and in mm-hmm. our practices is don't mind read. Which basically don't assume that you can read someone else's mind to know. You guys, that one concept, our students and our clients come back and they're like, um, literally 95% of my arguments don't happen anymore. Yeah. Because when it happens, like, hey, what do you actually mean by this? Oh, this is, oh, cool. Because I was going to go that direction. You're not even there. And I was literally going to make a fight out of nothing. Right. The one thing of not making assumptions or don't assume to read someone else's mind mm-hmm. will save you it will save it you will money save, if, if it will save you arguments it will save you relationships think of the meme have you i wonder i don't know if there's a way we can like put this in like the show notes or whatever but there's like a meme out there and it's a picture of like a husband and wife and they're in bed and their backs <laughs> are to each other or, or a couple i don't know if yeah. they're husband and wife and like there's a bubble over his head that like she's worried about like oh he he's probably thinking about somebody else and then when you look over he's like on his phone but he's watching like squirrel videos yeah like <laughs> Or like looking at the sports or something. Yeah. yeah. It's like I wonder if my uh, it was like I wonder what my quarterback of my team what he had for dinner tonight. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Um. Anyhow, and then the last one is always do your best. Yeah. And I, with that too, though, that's another thing that I really love, and something that we teach um our clients. It's also things that we teach um the practitioners that we train. Is you guys, everyone actually really is doing their best with the resources that they mm-hmm. have. And so it's like, yes, do your best, but also realize that the other person is doing their best. Yep. But you also have to realize your best it's, looks it's different. It's a place of giving, offering grace, too. Yes. best is going to look different from mm-hmm. day to day, sometimes from moment to moment. Sometimes my best, like, I mean, there was there was the podcast where I shared about how Jeff, like, asked me, hey, do you want some feedback? And I said yes. And then, like, the fire-breathing dragon <laughs> came up inside of yeah. me. And I, like, my best was literally shutting my mouth. Mm-hmm. And, and going and handling my piece. Mm-hmm. And also realizing, too, if you didn't shut your mouth during the things, if you did the other things, you're still trying. Uh-huh. And to come back and say, hey, you haven't always been perfect. And realizing that they're still trying their best, even if you don't know what wound has been triggered, you don't know what pain they're carrying in their heart, if they just didn't eat very much that day, their sleep sucked. There's so many things that happen, but like trying, like, yes, do your best, but also give the grace to the other person to know that they're doing their best too. Because like, I look at people differently knowing, mm-hmm. hey, they're really trying their best. Some of it, not okay. Like, this is a boundary cross. And I don't notice that as much in relationships, personal relationships. Mm -hmm. But, like, realizing, too, it's just, like, you you are doing your best. Mm -hmm. Give yourself grace, even though it looks differently. But Mm -hmm. for sure, give it to your partner. Because they're they're navigating just like you are. And life can be a lot sometimes. Mm -hmm. 
I, mean, I don't believe that anymore because I really do truly believe that life gets to be easy. <laughs> And I remember when, and I didn't when you're that. getting out of it, right? Mm-hmm. When you're when you're wanting to believe that, mm-hmm. like consciously, but it hasn't settled in subconsciously for it to be a reality yet. Yeah, right. There's there's a bridge that yeah. gets to happen in that aspect of it getting to be easy. Because this is the thing too. It's like when I was doing my dark night of the soul last year. You guys, my very best was literally not 100% kicking my roommate out, just threatening. That was my best. <laughs> when I would have these full out all out brawls, and I. When I say full out bras, we, they're never physical, but you guys, it's almost worse. Like, I don't know what happens when I get mad, but my mind gets crystal clear and I like go after, not a lot. I'm a nice person. <laughs> no, but I can in the arguments. And it was like the fact that that was my very best to try to manage the pain the best I could. Was it, would I would do something differently now? Yeah. Was it sure. toxic? Yep. Super toxic. And she got to go clean it up. Oh, I did. I, guys, there's so many times in my room, it's like, hey guys, thanks for letting me through that. Like, you were scary. I'm like, I know. But thanks for still being my friend. And we actually have better friendships now because we actually got to work through it. And I don't think you have to do that to have good relationships. But like, you guys, that was still my best. I didn't know how to do it differently. And I was touching places in my soul that it was like, it was so painful. Yeah. And know that that happens sometimes. Yep. Give yourself grace and give the other person grace. And go have a meet. Guys, relationships are amazing. No, they're really fun. Huh? Like so fun. Like literally fun. mind-blowing. Did not know it could be so good. Mm-hmm. So great. So grateful. For the boundaries that were held for me, so grateful for what God told me that I could get to this spot because this is so magical. And it's just cool. And I really do believe that everyone deserves to have the relationship they want. I'm so glad that you have like a person and you're in it. Like I, as again, going back to like your friend, Michelle, I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for you. Well, you you had a front front row seat to (laughs) the um, taming process. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure, I mean, that would have been hard for me to watch. I watch when you go through stuff and I'm like, no, we know better to do anything. And you seem to go through it a little more gracefully than I do. (laughs) I go through looking like Scarface and blowing things up and Amanda's like, it's intense. She's like dabbing her eye. (laughs) I was like, you're way more graceful than I am. But But if you could see my insides. Yeah, but it's been really cool. It's been cool to watch what you've created, especially where Mm, it came from. Thank you. Thank you. And like legit thing. Thank you. Thank you for paving the way because I really do mean that. I could, I wouldn't be where I'm at and learn what I needed to. So thanks for being able to go, like, for being willing to go first because I looked intense. Because <laughs> that was a really hard map to figure out. Yeah. It was yeah. really confusing. It was like in Greek and upside down. Well, but you did, and you also <laughs> had to do it on your own. You really had no support. And sorry. <laughs> I was doing my best. <laughs> and again, it needed, like, that was the path that I needed. Yeah. Right? It really did get to be a soldier. Like I, I had to choose it, and I had to own my choice. Even though my true, choice was I, really, really messy. Because there was really, a, really painful, and it could have been easier. But you want to know, I that is like that is what I needed, and that's what Jeff needed. Mm-hmm. And and it's worked. Out I wouldn't beautiful. change it. Yeah, because there really was. There was one point. It's like when she did it by herself. It's not like we weren't friends or anything. But there was one point I was like, okay, Amanda, I'm not. I'm no longer willing to hear these stories. Mm-hmm. And it was like you don't. We, you, we, you don't get to talk about Jeff with me anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, that, that like was a boundary for a while. his name is off the table. Yep. Don't ever bring him up. Yep. Okay. And that was quiet. That was really hard for me to say. <laughs> and because I was like, maybe I don't have a friend anymore. We worked through it, though. That's one thing that I do, even back in the times when we <laughs> were so in our stuff. <laughs> we still chose into this friendship. <laughs> so true. <It's laughs> the best so that true. we could. So. so just know that it's possible, especially even if you feel like, you guys, I, I had to do the single route because... Probably because I was so fire. I wouldn't have learned my damn lesson if I was in it. (laughs) 
I had to I had to handle myself by myself so I could come into something beautiful. But if you're in it right now and you're like, I don't even know if I made the right choice. It's like, no. Why don't you trust that you did? Mm-hmm. Unless you guys, I'm going to say this caveat. Yeah, yeah, if it's physically, say- emotionally, like abusive, like sexually abusive, th- those are hard lines. Like, yep. nope, those are hard lines. Especially if it's happening to your kids or you. Like that to me, I feel like that's those are hard lines yep that's just to know you get to, you get to be safe you don't choose to see their like potential no and date their potential when Not there's when that, like that level of abuse yep. happening nope we're talking about partnerships that are maybe hitting a lull yeah, we're like, talking oh, about partnerships that are like whatever you've been doing it for however long you've been doing it. or you've hit the part where it's like you're out of the honeymoon phase and you're into the healing phase and you're like holy crap literally the way that he breathes or mm-hmm. she breathes is driving me crazy, mm-hmm. right? Everything's tripping your trigger. You're in the healing phase. You guys, like, that is actually one of the phases of relationship mm-hmm. where we bring up each other's stuff so that yep. it can be handled. Yep. Because what you're saying that you want within this partnership, you can't have if you're still holding on to all of those triggers and those wounds that are getting activated. Yep. They're coming up for clearing, and the person that is helping you access them the best is your partner. Mm-hmm. And so, like, don't be mad at him. Be grateful. Right. Just like how God told me, you know, after I was, you know, I couldn't be mad at Jeff and I logically knew I couldn't be mad at Jeff, but I wanted to be mad at Jeff. Yeah. I went and had my conversation with God and God was like, you go hug him. Yeah. You go hug him because it it was because of him was the only way that I could finally get through to you Mm -hmm. so that you would listen. I've been trying to have this conversation with you. There's stuff coming down the pipeline. and like, you you got to get ready. So here's the puff of snow. (laughs) Oh, did I make it, need to make it a little hard? Okay, I packed it a little bit. There's a little bit of packing going on there. It was a little bit of a snowball. A it wasn't snowball. an ice ball. It was a snowball. snowball. Yeah. Well, yeah. This is the thing. You guys, you can have, you, I tr- we both truly believe you can have anything that you want mm-hmm. if you're willing to do your part. Yeah. You got to handle yourself. Yeah. And can I just say on a personal note, I've been waiting a really long time to be able to have this podcast with you <laughs> where I could actually contribute. Now, like, well, that looks good. What Amanda said, I don't really know. I'm still trying to handle myself over here, maybe. I knew I wouldn't always be single, but just on a friend note, it's kind of fun that I'm like, oh, I'm actually experiencing awesome things, and I get to tell you things, and I get to, I get to like contribute to the relationship conversation. <laughs> so good, freaking worth it, so dude, good. so worth it. Yep. Yeah. Anyways, you guys, go love, go love your choice because you already chose it. Yep. And if you haven't chosen it yet, choose yourself until you find that one and make a good choice. <laughs> That's right. Do it that way. That's how I did it. Anyways, but also too, I guess the big thing that I want to stress is don't think that if you've already made a choice that it can't also turn out to be something mm-hmm. absolutely beautiful. Amanda mm-hmm. is definitely, for me, um, showing the example that it's possible. So you can have everything you want. Go do go, it. Go get it. This one turned out good. I know. <laughs> Look at us riffing. <laughs> I know. Okay, we'll see you guys and talk to you guys next week.